Welcome to the latest Tablet podcast. My name is Ruth Glenthill and I'm online editor. Today I have with me Christine Allen, director of CAFOD, and she's come to talk about the Pope's new encyclical, Fratelli Tutti. Now this encyclical is very wide-ranging and basically it's about fraternity. I hesitate to say brotherhood because there's a little bit of controversy about the title, but we'll get to that <laughs> later. Today I primarily want to talk about what this encyclical says about how we can live our lives, especially at this time of COVID. And the Pope has issued this encyclical partly to take the church and the Catholics forward into a hopefully post-COVID world, or certainly a world that's getting used to COVID anyway, which may be at the moment the best we can hope for. So, Christina, a key theme of the um, encyclical is the parable of the Good Samaritan and the importance of helping our neighbours. How do you see that as translating to today's world? And what is the Pope saying? Well, Ruth, hello. And um, it's great, great to be with you. And it's it's particularly great, I think, to be to be spending some time talking about the Good Samaritan because it's um, it's a really powerful parable. And yes, the, the Pope uses the Good Samaritan in uh, the second chapter and it, he does it in a very... Uh, dare I say, Jesuitical way, whereby he asks us to kind of, you know, reflect on the parable from, from different perspectives. You know, he sort of asks us, who do you identify with? And and I guess, you know, many of us will would like to think of ourselves as a good Samaritan, but actually, you know, all, all too, too much likelihood, we're probably the people who walk uh, from a safe distance from the other side. And in the context of, of this uh, of this encyclical, um, it's a really appropriate uh, parable, and I'm sure we'll we'll unpack it a bit as our conversation goes. But I believe very strongly, and I think you know, this encyclical we've talked about it as being a, a kind of post-COVID blueprint. You know, the Pope the Pope really kind of throws down the gauntlet to each and every one of us, but also to politicians. He's he's saying to to us we need to think differently about how we see one another, how we look at uh, one another in our society and how we treat one another. Do we give them time and effort? Do we give them attention in the way the Good Samaritan did to the person who had been uh, attacked? But he's also saying to us as politic to all of our politicians too, politics is failing the poorest in particular. You know, look at look at the narrative. Look at how you're talking about the world. Look at the the, the nationalism that's building, the populism, the the othering, uh, the way in which you talk about refugees and migrants and asylum seekers. Look at the way in which you're talk you care or don't care about the people who are poorest in your society and in our world. And it's a very strong gauntlet that he's thrown down. And he asks us not just to go back to the way it was before. But to press the reset button, to re not just to restart, not just to, to, to start it all back over again, but to try and find ways to reset it. And the Pope's been kind of asking us of that. Well, Popes have been asking us of that for, for many hundreds of years. But actually, he's, Pope Francis has been highlighting that since Laudato Si. So we've had Laudato Si, Evangelii Gaudium, and now we've, we've got uh, Fratelli Tutti. And 
the key thing of all of those things are about seeing the world and our responsibility to it in a different way, hearing the cry of the poor and hearing the cry of the earth. So let's unpack a bit more of that. And this is an area where the Catholic Church and this Pope in particular in this age is extremely strong. But we're in a society where many of us, certainly I'd include myself among this, maybe think, well, the, the, the net, the safety net, um, all, all our secular social um, measures are there to take care of people on the edges. We, we, can, we can just pass by on the other side and get on with our lives. Now, I remember when um, I was uh, moving over to the Catholic Church from the Church of England, and I spent um, a little bit of time with the Jesuits at Farm Street doing some of the spiritual exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, you're right, the encyclical does very much under <coughs> some of those exercises. And I, I remember the way we would sit and meditate on a gospel passage or think about it and think about how it could be applied to ourselves and how we could take it forward and change our own behaviour. Um, nevertheless, when I'm out and about, I'm still occasionally going out and about, and I might encounter a big issue seller or a homeless person on the street, especially in central London. There are many, many of them at the moment. Mm. And um, what does one do in t- in t- if you're going to socially distance? How, what do you do if, if you never carry cash, you only carry credit cards? How do you give them money? Um, what do you do about the people saying don't give them money because they'll only buy alcohol with it or drugs? Um, and what about the big issue seller? You know, they're, they're passing you something um, without maybe without the measures uh, or may, maybe one's in fearful of um, infection, maybe. They, they do take measures as far as I've seen, but maybe one's fearful of infection. So how, how do we deal with those? How do we be a good Samaritan when everything at the moment, at this time of COVID, seems to be saying, put yourself first, put num- your number one, put your yourself first because otherwise you'll be killing your granny you know (laughs) yes of course and and I don't want to sound um flippant in 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 any answers that I give because I do recognize and and appreciate the fear that people are in and I think that the social distancing and the the measures that are in place are designed to protect one another it is about a a common good exercise if you like but and of course I, I don't think that um we are being asked by Pope Francis to disregard those kind of social distancing measures, you know. Um, and I know in, in, in my own church, we've got a, a sign up at the door saying, you know, we do social distancing, we wear masks, we sanitise our hands because we love one another. Um, and I think that, fine, you know, it's that final word. And I think that's really what Pope Francis is saying is, how are you feeling towards people? You know, how are you, do you see them as, as well, certainly in terms of the way which he, he asks people to think about, say, migrants, do you, you see them as a problem or do you see them as a gift? You know, and I think some of this is actually about an attitudinal question um, about to what extent do we see um, our connectedness with one another, even if perhaps we might not be physically close. So I understand totally those those dynamics around, well, what do I do when I see the homeless person? And I don't think that that's, um, you know, th- there are some aspects of, of, of COVID that have made that very acute. But to be honest, you know, th- those those challenges existed pre-COVID. You know, there were so many homeless people in London and in many other parts of, of the country. Um, but again, I think that's about saying, well, you know, 
what can I give? I can I can give to charities. I can I can you know there's lots of brilliant charities that do fantastic work um, supporting um, homeless people, supporting destitute asylum seekers, etc. So and I I could list quite a lot of them and and hopefully you might have have some links um, to some of them afterwards. But you know there's, so there's lots of ways in which you know help can be given. But I think what Pope Francis is asking us to do is to kind of soften our hearts, you know, not to build walls, but to soften our hearts. And we hear that in his in his kind of um, the way in which he's talking to politicians about the, the narrative. You know, he says, you know, when political life no longer has to do with healthy debates about long term plans to improve people's lives and to advance the common good, but only with slick marketing techniques primarily aimed at discrediting others. I mean, you know, he's, he's really kind of saying, come on, politicians, get your act together and start think, thinking about this properly. I think what he's saying is really important. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for now. Maybe we'll get on to talking about the title another time. Thank you for being with us today.